the 27th day of the month. People will come from east and west, from north and south, and will eat in the kingdom of God. Luke 13, verse 29. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. Today we consider what it means to say that the church is Catholic. Few words have occasioned so much misunderstanding as this one. Some churches that use the Apostles' Creed or Nicene Creed refuse to follow the standard wording, and instead of saying Catholic, they say Christian or universal. The second of the alternatives is the correct one, Catholic. Far from meaning one particular branch of the church, means the entire tree of the church, so to speak. The Roman Catholic Church is that part of the universal church headquartered in Rome, but Protestant bodies could well argue that they are Lutheran Catholics or Presbyterian Catholics or Methodist Catholics, for example. To affirm the Catholicity of the church is to remind ourselves that our sisters and brothers in the faith that are scattered across the whole earth using various languages, liturgies, and customs but all give allegiance to Jesus Christ as God's messenger of grace and peace. Too often we focus so much attention on the work of our own congregation, our denomination, that we lose sight of the church Catholic. To the extent that we do this, we diminish our appreciation for the diversity of the Christian family. Opening Prayer Let all the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. For you have created all and redeemed all. You have established a church, calling it to be faithful in every time and place. Draw together all who are one in Christ, that across the whole earth there may be witnesses to you, to the glory of your name. O God, one in diversity. O God, three in unity. Amen. Psalm 67. God, mark us with grace and blessing. Smile. The whole country will see how you work. All the godless nations see how you save. God, let people thank and enjoy you. Let all people thank and enjoy you. Let all far-flung people become happy and shout their happiness because you judge them fair and square. You tend the far-flung peoples. God, let people thank and enjoy you. Let all people thank and enjoy you. Earth, display your exuberance. You mark us with blessing, O God, our God. You mark us with blessing, O God. Earth's four corners honor him. From the book of Exodus, chapter 1, verse 8, through the tenth verse of the second chapter. Now a new king arose over Egypt who did not judge Joseph. He said to his people, Behold, the people of the sons of Israel are more mightier than we. Come, let us deal wisely with them or else they will multiply, and in the event of war they will join themselves to those who hate us and fight against us and depart from the land. So they appointed taskmasters over them to afflict them with hard labor, and they built for Pharaoh storage cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and the more they spread out, so that they were in dread of the sons of Israel. The Egyptians compelled the sons of Israel to labor rigorously, and they made their lives bitter with hard labor in mortar and bricks, and at all kinds of labor in the field, all their labors which they rigorously imposed on them. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was known Shipra, and the other was named Pua, and he said, When are you helping the Hebrew women to give birth 
and see them upon the birth stool. If it is a son, then she will put him to death. If it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt had commanded them, but let the boys live. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing? And let the boys live. The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife can get to them. So God was good to the midwives, and the people multiplied and became very mightily. Because the midwives feared God, he established households for them. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born, you are to cast into the Nile, and every daughter you are to keep alive. Now a man from the house of Levi went and married a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was beautiful, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a wicker basket and covered it over with tar and pitch. Then she put the child into it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to find out what happened to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile with her maidens walking alongside the Nile, and she saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid, and she brought it to her. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the boy was crying, and she had pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go? And call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go ahead. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I'll give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. The child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him Moses and said, Because I drew him out of the water. Romans 12, verses 1 through 8. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to every one among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly, if prophesy according to the proportion of his faith, if service, in his serving, or he who teaches, in his teaching, or he who exhorts, in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he was asking his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, and others Elijah, but still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. 
I will give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Then he warned the disciples that they should tell no one that he was the Christ. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer written by Jeanette Struken. O Lord, what happens to my threads of conviction? Today demands a strong, unbendable will. I am brittle. Today demands energy, whole and vital. I am weak. Today demands risks, uninsured and incalculable. I am afraid. Help me keep a strong hand to the plow, and without looking back expose ideas which suck life out of my courage and eat new shoots of my good intentions. I want to be a strong, dependable follower. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.